<laughs> all right, all right. Fame. This is uh, this is the Say That Again podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Say Ryan, that again. Ryan Jr. over there, myself, Trevor. Um, good evening, get, good evening. We're going to get right into it, huh? Word. Right. Yeah. So a lot, it's a lot, yeah. it's a lot on the board, man. What, what are we, know, what are we gonna so do? We're gonna pick some, pick some, draw straws, or yeah, we shake gotta, it up and pull it out of a hat. Yeah, we gotta throw them into a bag or something like that and just pull them out. But uh, I think, uh, quick I question. Think, yeah, what's up? How do you guys feel about breakdancing being an Olympic sport? I didn't even know that. Uh, I've not paid attention. To the Olympics I thought for a while. I saw something about that. Yeah, I saw yeah. baseball was removed. Yeah, they yeah. just said that breakdancing um, is now an. It will be a new. Part of the France, the France Olympics. I think you said. Oh, race- so not the so not the next one. I, they said France. Whenever uh, that's what I saw. Gotcha. Okay. So because next year, right? It was supposed to be this year mm-hmm. in Tokyo, and mm-hmm. so next year it's going to be in Tokyo. Okay. And then so. so it must be France after. And you said baseball was removed. Yeah. <coughs> yes, mm-hmm. baseball was removed. Interesting. Um, yeah, just thought that was interesting. If you guys had heard that and, and yeah. uh, whatever, I think it's cool. I think it, I'm with it. So I mean, me. I think it takes a lot of talent. It takes a lot of athleticism. That's endurance. Yeah. Was it you that sent me that, uh, Junior, uh, that sent me that about, um, I don't know if it was you, but I was reading something or seeing something in, uh, about um, genius and the uh, the genius of athletics um, or athleticism, how people regard are now starting to investigate or do some research on whether being a good athlete is a form of genius. Oh, I don't know, but I, I heard, um, I want to say on Charlemagne the God's podcast with Andrew Schultz, the Brilliant Idiots podcast, I think he was talking about that. He was talking about the number of, uh, you know, the number of decisions you have to make in such yeah. a short amount of time and, yeah. and how, you have genius, to, yeah. how you have to anticipate moving a certain direction even before you know right. that you have to move that direction uh-huh. and be ready to be ready to adjust or continue upon on your path and everything and all that stuff and, and they say a lot of that is repetition too it is repetition but the, you know what i mean but there is i mean i guess i mean anything well, i mean we all, i mean what they say we all we only use a, a very small percentage of our of our mental capacity our brain capacity so of course we can condition ourselves to do more i think is yeah. the theory but um just the ability to have the connection or the cognitive ability to connect your what your brain the information that your brain is perceiving and mm-hmm. then yep. translated into action within your body I, I can understand that connection because just because you can do quantum physics doesn't mean you can just step into a gym and dunk a basketball and vice versa so hey just because you can dunk a basketball doesn't mean you can get into a boxing ring and Put those hands up. <laughs> we saw that. Whoa. We saw that. Uh, uh, that's shots. a call, <laughs> that's yeah, a call that back to that Nate, Nate Robinson fire. challenge right there. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, y'all see what it is now. Yeah, Floyd. Uh, Floyd's yeah, fighting. Yeah, man. No, I don't want to see that. We that's knew what that was going to be. You, you called it. I, I you said called somebody's going to step up and, 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 and drop Floyd that. is going to put them hands on it. Yeah, We're going to see. Well, it's that. an expedi- so, ex- exhibition. So who? who right. Is well, he really? Exhibition just means that it's not going to go on either one of them. But records. I think Floyd fight. I think they're like going to fight it out. I think they're going to fight it. And I think he. I think Floyd's going to treat it like he he treated that, uh, that what was it, the Japanese no, um, no, the Japanese fighter that he fought before he fought Connor. Remember, there, there's some, there's some like really high level uh, um, Japanese. I want to say kickboxer mm-hmm. or something like that. But uh, I mean, you know, highly regarded and just like a legend of kickboxing and and young already and and, and young. And Floyd went over there and fought him. And I think 
they were going to do like a, a, they had weird rules to it or any, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, but Floyd just toyed with them, just played with yeah, them. I and, don't, and I mean, I don't want to see that. And ended up knocking him down in like the third round and that was it. But um, Floyd but, will never fight a fight where the advantages aren't in his favor. I mean, or he's done that. He's, 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 I mean, what does he have to prove at this point? He's now, got nothing. He's, he's got nothing. He's just cashing checks. I'm just saying. Grabbing, grabbing checks. the bag. The uh, sliders uh, controlling the board. Yeah. Are in his favor. Oh, no, yeah. I understand that. Well, I mean, he are. He, you know, the sliders. Are he's guy. the house, and the house is always going to yeah. win. I so. think he's going to use this as a warm up for Connor. A second fight with Connor. Are, are they talking about that? I think they want to do that. I Connor, think he left that open, yeah. and I think I think this next fight, this next time against Connor, he's going to knock him out in the first round. Connor. Yeah, no, I think Floyd. Floyd's gonna knock Connor out in the first round. Floyd need to show people that he, I mean, he don't have to do anything. I think I would just like to see them hands like be free. Well, just be free, bro. He like could, he just, could do that with Paul. He could yeah, do that, but with nobody's Paul. gonna really. I you mean, come know. on, man! You never know what the, you never Paul, know what the okie doke is. They might let. I mean, they might set it up just, for Paul to just. I shook up the world. You know, who, who knows? He ain't knocking Floyd out. Man, no, he ain't, it, no. No. Nah. You see oh, what they were talking about, you Shannon? Just, Did you see Shannon Sharp talking about, no, nah, we got to get somebody to do this for the culture? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Skip was like, what do you mean? He's like, he said, no, nah, we not riding like that. Oh. <laughs> we got to get yeah, somebody, somebody, else, somebody else in there to represent. To go represent. Redemption. <laughs> Good Lord. Redeem us. Oh, man. No, I don't oh, we went from the dream team to the redeem team. Yep, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's gonna redeem Nate Robinson? That's oh, terrible. Man. Golly, man, um, we might know. need a whole bunch of victories uh, to redeem Ron, that loss. I saw Ron Artest or whatever his name is. Matter, Matter World, World Peace. Peace said he would come nah, out. Nah, you wouldn't want him. I wouldn't, wouldn't. See, I don't see. This is what I. This is exactly what I don't want. I don't want to see a whole bunch of just foolish matchups just because yeah. the one celebrity the one, death match. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. want to get into. <laughs> I don't even. I that was even, actually a pretty good show. Celebrity <laughs> death match was a good show, but I mean, come was, on, man. Like, it it fit the time. We needed yeah, that at that time. Pretty, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, pretty cool, funny. but I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to. Grandma boxing and all this and that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Right on. Right, huh? um, well, we anyway, segue so. into. Yeah, thank you. We're talking about this. Uh, what you got up here? Utopia, U T O P I A. Yeah, Utopia. Utopia. What are we talking That's, about? Uh, I mean, so if we want to talk about the definition of utopia, um, does I think anybody it's a, have a definition of it? Well, I think I wrote it on the board. It's a society with a perfect set of structures. Um, yeah. And perfect set of structures being like. Uh, you know, no poverty, no hunger, none of that stuff, right? Yeah. And um, and so I posed the question, I think, to Ryan on the phone maybe three or four weeks ago. <clears throat> um, I said, I asked him if, if he thought utopia was attainable. Like, do we think society as a whole in the world or in the U.S. or whatever could ever achieve utopia? Did I answer? Can I get cerebral with this? Too? Did, did I answer? I mean, I have a simple answer. You can do whatever you want to. I don't. I, I think you, I know what your answer is. I think you talked about. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can have whatever thought you want. Not in a utopia. Not in a fucking utopia. Well, but you no. can have whatever thought you want right here. <laughs> oh, so got that one. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, you're funny. Um, um, I don't think you answered completely, but I think I, I know what do your you, answer is. Do you is. care to pontificate before I'm I... I'm going to let y'all finish, y'all, because I'm going to try to go Professor Xavier with this. No, no, right, look, my, 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 as you just read the definition of yep. utopia, the de- definition yep. that you stated, um, 
I just feel uh, the simple answer to me that came to me immediately is the answer is no. It's not yeah. possible for the simple fact that what is perfection for one may not be perfection for another. Exactly. You know what I mean? So in yep. order to achieve utopia, which we require, which we require a degree of harmony, it would have to eliminate free will, free thought. Yep. yep. From, Absolutely. From people, from yeah. the individuals. It would so have to be a. That's my stress, first. Yeah. Uh, that's my first inclination. That's my first. Uh, that's what I first gleaned. Your gut reaction. Yeah, that's what yeah, I first gleaned from that. Yeah, I, right. I agree. Okay. Um, I agree fully. Um, Junior, you want to... You wanna uh, what I was going to get at was when I first thought of Utopia, okay, what are we speaking in the real world or in the, in our minds? You know, cause in a Utopia. <laughs> in a Utopia, yeah. you know. Well, Utopia, um, it would be the real world. That would be society, yeah, right? In All a, of the world in a perfect I guess I looked at it because I even looked it up to and it was a... An imagined place or state of things in which everything is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's, it's impossible. Like, yeah. 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 It's it's impossible. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I think Ryan summed it up well. But mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to. It would just re- it would take a, yeah. a degree of altruism that is just unattainable. Yeah. But what I will tell you, what I do believe, if you look at history, and you look at the times and the periods of times where the most advantages were. Or, you know, the most innovations were being made by whatever society, whether it be the golden age or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would think that, um, I do think back specifically to um, Egyptian, to the Egyptians or whatever. I think that one of the um, main basis was, uh, the, the main tenets was harmony. I think that harmony was at the forefront of everything. The, the guiding principle was trying to obtain, uh, was trying to obtain that harmony. Mm-hmm. So I think in that, whether, um, you know, I don't know, again, we've determined that utopia doesn't seem to be realistic, but in a literal sense, with regards to how we move, I think if that value was cultivated, if we were conditioned to think that my bread isn't my bread, if, if my brother doesn't have a piece of bread, yeah. you know, or if, you know, if, if rather than me having a million dollars and being gimme, 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 if we were all on the same accord that we should all have a million dollars. As you go, I go, I think that's when societally we can make the biggest and largest advances. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like that point, I definitely like that point. I think, yeah, harmony would be, uh, I mean, it would be extremely important in a utopia, I think that uh, I think that the the construct of a utopia would probably be based on harmony. Like everything would have to be harmonic for utopia to even survive, right? Yeah. Because people, everyone would have to be on the same path with the same desire. One man, you. one sound. What? Exactly. Boom. Right? Right there. But too much time in the car. <laughs> my Nick Cannon. <laughs> Good Lord, my, yeah, this guy. My gut reaction when when I read the definition um, it was no immediately mm-hmm. because I saw the word perfect in there. There you go. And I was just like, no. Yeah. No one's perfect. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that a perfect society could ever exist. The perfect society would have to be a single person because then there would be no dissenting opinion. There would be Society no dissent. Exactly, right? And that wouldn't be perfect in itself because you know, man is nothing without other people, right? So I, I think that, uh, it, you know, in my opinion, perfect throws the, the, and then the wrench into the entire situation. And I think, you know, it kind of goes into, <clears throat> and I don't think I have it written down anymore, but it kind of goes into 
I think what we talked about maybe a few weeks ago, maybe on the same day, was, uh, you know, that the existence of evil, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be evil in the world. It doesn't, it, it, as long as people are free and there is, there's free will in the world, mm -hmm. evil is going to exist. That's right. just... Uh, there's going to be jealousy, there's going to be greed, lust, there's going to be greed, there's going to be all of that, right? So I think that, you know, when <clears throat> when we think about utopia and this perfect structured society and everything, it can't exist unless all of all of that all of that evil is completely gone, which I don't think, in my opinion, can never happen. And then at that point, what is it? Look, just like anything like metaphysics, chemistry, biology, there has to be duality, there has to be... Yep. Uh, polarity opposition yep. Yep. you can't have courage without fear without yep. the presence of fear otherwise yep. there's nothing to overcome yeah, yeah you know uh, so yeah. yeah courage can't exist without danger you can't have negative yeah. you can't have a perspective of what is positive without knowing what is negative mm -hmm. you know so yeah you have no you have nothing to relate it to mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i mean what i guess why is it such a desirable um idea right well like, I, I think the that's kind of obvious, but I, I mean, I, I would like to hear it articulated, right? I, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know if I have the answer, but I don't think that, you know, I mean, we know that man is not perfect, but I think that we should all continue to aspire for perfection. Mm -hmm. Me personally, sometimes the uh, pursuit of perfection can be a hindrance to me, mm -hmm. you know, for the Absolutely. simple fact that I'm the type of person where if it's not exactly what I want it to be in that particular moment, I will not settle. Mm -hmm. for anything in between. And sometimes you can't plan past the old point of action. Sometimes yep. you need to take and build upon a particular thing, yep. you know? So, you know, there's good and bad. I don't think it's a bad thing to aspire. I mean, like, you know, what's the saying? Uh, shoot for the stars and hit the moon or, you oh, know? Oh, man, aim yep. for the stars. Yeah. Aim for, aim for the stars the and the moon. So there's nothing wrong with a tr a, a trying right. to uh, um, achieve that. It just, I don't know if there's, I, I don't know if there's a part, a point when it becomes, I don't want to say, I don't. I don't. I think the word toxic is overused, but I don't want to say toxic, but it, a, a hindrance. I don't know. I don't know how that could yeah. be. You know, what I mean, having high, lofty expectations or high aspirations. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Junior? Oh. Uh, Got anything else to add to that? I mean, hard to. <laughs> hard to. It definitely is hard. Come to behind follow, this yeah, guy. Yeah. He's just hard to follow, him when we get into <laughs> to follow up with that. Uh, yeah, you know, I, honestly, I, like Ryan nailed it. So I, I won't say too much because I'll just be repeating yeah. the cycle. Uh, I just think it's really, for me, it don't really exist unless it's in a TV show, Utopia mm -hmm. and all yeah. that. Just because. I just think as a black man, there's that's the only time that it's ever existed was in a TV show or, or in a movie, mm -hmm. you know, the Jetsons or something like that. So it's just, yeah, that's just how I looked at it. That wasn't for me, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I just, I get that re reality. Yeah. That that. Are there any examples? Are there any examples that we can think of that are a close that resemble something of a utopia? Can we think of anything in real in, that's not a TV show or a theory or anything like that that actually somewhat exemplifies Yeah, exemplifies I don't, that. I don't think so. I mean, I you can't said, think of anything right now. You, well, you what about that. places that are really, um, what do they call those uh, those untouched civilizations that are out there. What are we talking about? Uh, oh, oh um, you're talking about like North Falkland Islands where that I don't know, missionary where got shot not too long ago. That, that's, man, that's a really, that's not that's utopia a, either, right? Because, uh, I mean, you know... The, but think about it to them if they know nothing else and, and we know what's... What is their perspective? Yeah, yeah, it could, right? But they still, I mean, 
I, I think when you talk, when you think about like perfect set of structures and stuff like that, that means you don't have to work for anything, right? You don't have to work for food. You don't have to toil. You don't have to do all that stuff. And, and even, even in a society like that, untouched by, untouched by modern civilization. I mean, even Jesus did work. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but they, yeah, they, they still works is there, to, But there was a particular, if we're talking biblical, what about when the manna was falling from the sky and yeah. all they had to do is just go pick it up like the morning dew. And by the afternoon it was gone, but it has everything that they needed to sustain themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And, Choices. People were not pleased. Yeah. Right? They wanted they still wanted meat and whatever. So I mean, yeah. we can talk about the matrix, you know what I mean? Like, what is this? What is this? Is it even yeah. is it even really real? Is this steak even a steak at that particular point? So exactly. you know what I mean, I don't mean to get too too yeah. uh, out in left field. Hey, we can talk about Neo and everything. But <laughs> but you know what I mean, like I I don't that's really interesting that you brought up that those untouched civilizations or whatever the case may be, because maybe it is a matter of perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that they that, that particular island can't be touched by a monsoon or it can't be touched by famine or any of those types of yep. things. But yep. you know, I guess how do they how do, how okay. do they regard those okay. things? Okay, so are we looking at it from a standpoint that is looked at that the humans are the cancers. So how would there ever be a yeah, but utopia? There's not even a utopia where humans aren't there, right? I mean, it, animals, well, we don't know what animals we don't tear know. each other apart worse than humans tear animals apart, right? I think to I Junior, mean, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, keep, you, you're fine. No, I think to Junior's point, what did they say? What did they say? Okay, so if all the ants in the world die, the people would perish, right? Mm-hmm. If all the trees in the, di- in the world died, the people would perish. Yeah. If, you know what I mean? But if all the people perished, the world would flourish, right? Yeah, to a certain extent, right? I mean, so I mean, bro, it would be the luscious it's ever been, and <laughs> we know that. Well, the Earth is the greenest it's ever been in our in in whoa, whoa, whoa. human existence. So th- there's there's now more, it is. Yeah, there's more greenery on the planet right now. Well, yeah, yeah more people global. growing plants no, outdoors. It, it's not that. <laughs> wow. it's, I'm shooting from half court, yeah, Josh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> It's not that right there. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Where, uh, elaborate on that, please. So, so because of because of the greenhouse effect, right, and the and the warming of the planet, mm-hmm. now there's more hab- habitable area for plants in the world where it wasn't habitable because it's heating up before because certain areas of the world are heating up. So now more plants are growing in in some of those other areas. So right? where another and area? So, wow, that's interesting. The heat is yeah, moving right? from it's, the equator. It's crazy. It, it seems up. it seems so anti what you would ever hear mm-hmm. from anything, right? But then if you look at the, I was reading, I think on JSTOR uh, not too long ago, which is like a um, which is like a uh, a database of um, of scholarly articles and stuff like that. And I was reading this article that was talking about how the planet is is more green than it's ever been in our history wow. because of that point. Now, that's good and bad all at the same time, yeah. right? Because it it's bad because humans are heating the planet with their consumption of the raw material that is mm-hmm. the earth, right? With their foolishness. But at the same time. <laughs> and malarkey. Oh, man. <laughs> foolishness, on, foolishness and malarkey that has pulled hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of millions of people out of poverty and, and fed them. But yeah, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But but on top of that, you know, it's it's also good because that means more more carbon dioxide is being converted back into oxygen because of those, you know. So then, so now it's like, okay, if it wasn't such a political thing, mm-hmm. right, the um, the greenhouse effect and global warming and stuff like that, if it mm-hmm. would, it, I just wish it wasn't such a political thing so that you could get objective science to come out of, you know, and and because so many of the the 
scholarly community is polar polarized right okay i mean so and so um it'd be interesting to see i mean we'll see how that plays out you know going forward i still think that uh hmm. i still think that we're doing more damage than than you know yeah. maybe the green the the green global greening is is fixing yeah. but uh but that could be used right I mean, seeing that happen could be used to our advantage, and maybe if, if cutbacks and 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 uh, you, you know renewable energy and stuff like that is kicked up, and the fossil fuel production and all that stuff is slowed down, well, that additional green maybe that will help us get to that point where we can maybe sustain you and, and to, reverse uh, some effects. We have to fast forward to a couple hundred years and ask a polar bear how we felt <coughs> about the global greening. Yeah, we'll see yeah. Mm. if they're still there. <laughs> if we can find tough. a polar bear to ask, right? There you go. Would it be polar? <laughs> right. Just a polar bear is just a bear. No, no, no. That's the mother one's down that way. <laughs> you got the wrong one. Golly. This, this is the we wrong one. You in the wrong <laughs> Y'all are crazy, man. These guys. Trevor, I, I knew you. Look, you hear Trevor? He was going down the same road oh, I was going. He knew it, too. What you doing around here? <laughs> you, you look like you belong. <laughs> oh my lord! I ain't seen nobody like you. White ass this, bear this. coming down here in the in the Wyoming. Since the equator. Why you gotta bring the bears in the bed? No. This west of the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we done. We done. Uh, we done. I think I think we finished the uh, the, the discussion on utopia. Uh, yeah. yeah. So right. we 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 unanimously unanimously agree that it ain't happening. All right. So it's, one of the it's not uh, one of the go ahead. Sorry. One of the uh, terms that was used in the, the utopia discussion was toxic. So I think let's go on and, talk, and segue into this topic of toxic masculinity. Ooh. You guys want to dig into that? Uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Word. Okay, so, um, wow, this, is a, this could be a can of worms. It could be a can of worms. It could be a can of worms. Uh, uh, the, the notion of toxic I mean, masculinity. Um, yep. how, do we approach the, uh, how do we approach this situation? You know, I would say first and foremost, let's. I'm gonna start with an acknowledgement that there is a talk. There is obviously such a thing as toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that there's not by any means. Yeah. Um, I don't yep. want to. Uh, Are you gonna say that none of it is necessary? Toxic masculinity. None, yeah, none of the what are considered right now toxic masculine traits. Do you think that I wouldn't any, say that? Any, no. yeah. I would. I mean, hold on. Let me make sure I understand what you're asking me. Is there a toxic behavior that is necessary? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the type of person where I actually do believe in double standards. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just put that point blank out there. You yep. know, I do yep. believe in double standards for the simple fact that everybody doesn't have the same needs and everybody doesn't have the same strengths. So yep. it's unreasonable for us to think that because the golden rule has to be applied literally in yep. terms of how I interact with you yep. and versus how you interact with me. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Your desires, your standards, your what, what feeds your soul isn't what's going to feed my soul. Yeah. So mm -hmm. if I take that same approach to you, half of that is wasted water, right? Right. Yeah. So I do believe that there is a dynamic between alpha, beta. Or the, that doesn't mean that the man has to be the alpha or the woman has to be the beta or vice versa. Mm -hmm. I just do accept the fact that there are double standards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, whether or not toxic masculinity, I necessary i don't know because it's i'm not in the position to where i'm 
Uh, that's a that's a weird. It's, it's a good the question, reason, but it's a strange question to and to ponder. You know. Yeah, the reason I asked that question is because I think that uh, I think that there's a a big difference in what people think are toxic traits and what people think are non toxic traits of masculinity. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that there are, there are some factions that would say that even aggression is a toxic trait. Mm. And I think aggression is not a toxic trait. Right. I think over-aggression, right, being overly aggressive in, in right. any situation, I think that there are levels of extreme of something that where that becomes toxic, right, where that becomes uh, detrimental to whatever yeah. cause you're trying to, you're trying to move forward, right? But take aggression, for instance. I think aggression is extremely necessary. Mm-hmm. I think that there are... There are a, a ton of different applications for the use of aggression in a positive way. And then that's also assuming that um, men somehow have a <coughs> surplus of aggression, right? I think you mentioned in one of the conversations that we had before that you feel like men are more naturally aggressive and mm-hmm. have more natural natural aggression than females. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even, right. it's not necessary for us to even try and figure that out. And it, naturally it, less yeah. agreeable too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not necessary for us to even. <laughs> try and figure that out because it, whatever, I don't have the statistics. And yeah. to, to, it's just not relevant. Yep. But what is not, but I will say that there's, it's not a given that in every situation and every dynamic that the man is going to be more aggressive than the female. That's mm-hmm. less, so I think we need to make sure that we... And are we that. speaking in today's time? Because if we're speaking in today's time, the roles of... You feel that women are more, more aggressive than men in today's time? Yeah. In certain aspects, Do you uh, I think elaborate. Um, Floor is yours. <laughs> he just puts. I'm gonna grab myself another beer. Right? Uh, yeah, this. I'll take one too. Um, I guess what I would say, just in certain things, obviously you would see um, a lot of the empowerment has uh, encouraged for the better. Um, thank you. I guess the roles that that weren't for women, I, you know, now it's not a question of whether they can do it or not. Now it's has it ever been? I mean, I guess if we looked at something as simple as cutting the grass, you would. I mean, obviously we know a woman could physically cut yeah. the grass, but well, I think it has been a question in prior times, definitely, and I think there's still some societies where it is a question, not necessarily a question. Of, of ability or something like that, but more a question of maybe right, right? Yeah, I mean, I because there are, so, there are a lot of rights that, that women are not afforded in certain countries uh, that they're afforded in other countries, and they have proven to still be um, adept at you know, whatever it is we're talking about, whatever action or, mm-hmm. or task, right? Um, is that mine? Is, oh, that's yours, okay. Um, my beer. <laughs> I wasn't I mean, sure if it was empty. Know, I was look, throw it. As, 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 a, as a, you know, I mean, I remember a time when they went, and I hate to take it to there, but I here, oh, I don't mind taking it. It's not that I hate it. I don't really care. But I remember a time when there was a controversy over whether or not a black man was intelligent enough to be a football quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. That's not even a real question to the black man. You know what <clears> I mean? Yeah. So that's why, right. I, that's why I posed the question, has it ever been a question of whether a woman is capable of doing this, that, or the other? Yeah. You know, Is that yeah. ever even a real question, or is that faith-based, faith-based or a theory? I don't know if that's really... really. Uh, that's re- I guess that's where I was going yeah. from, I from that you. standpoint. You know? Yeah, I think that still gets away from maybe... That, I think that's more maybe a, a 
men's versus women's rights kind of thing instead of necessarily a uh, uh, ability, you know, yeah, ability, ability capability, and right. ability. I, I think that, yeah, I think, and I think that 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 gap of of rights or whatever you want to call it is you know ever closing. Um, but uh, getting back onto the toxic masculinity um, topic, uh, you know, I think that uh, I think that there is a a big push to try to eliminate a lot of these toxic behaviors mm -hmm. that men have, right? But eliminating them completely, I think, is also very detrimental. Well, right? let's identify some of the toxic behaviors. What, 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 let's, let's identify some of the things that we think are toxic. I'm saying signs of... You know what I mean? Like, okay, an example for me would be what's toxic is saying, what I would say is toxic is the notion that a woman somehow needs to change her appearance, apparel, or behavior in order to assure her safety and thus exonerating a man from having to exercise self-control, right? Okay. That's a that I, I would say that that's absolutely toxic masculinity. Anybody should feel free, be able to feel free walking around society without having to feel like they're being put in jeopardy. Yes. You know what I mean? As an yeah. object, of, because they're an object of somebody else's desire or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start there as far as toxic masculinity. The notion that anybody can determine what somebody else's capability is, that's toxic masculinity, especially if it's assigned to their gender. I would, from, these, are my, these are my thoughts. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it goes a lot, lot deeper than that, you know? Yeah. But, um, those are just a couple of things. What is, I mean, like, I don't know. I, so I just Googled toxic masculinity examples. Mm -hmm. And provided by the Aurora New Dawn News website, mm -hmm. um, the top 10 toxic masculinity behaviors. Uh, number one is being stoic, mm -hmm. which I don't, I, I don't agree with that right off the bat. <laughs> I, I think stoicism is is extremely valuable. And why can't um, a woman be stoic? That yeah, doesn't make right. sense it to me. It doesn't make sense, right? Okay. Um, being promiscuous. Uh, Women are promiscuous. Yep. They're just better at it. <coughs> being violent. Being, Women are violent. Being dominant. Um, then this one says sexual aggression towards women. Not displaying Bummer. emotion. Not displaying emotion. Not being a feminist ally. Um, and championing heterosexuality. Hmm. So... <laughs> That's a whole nother ball game. Uh, yeah, right. I, I, so I mean, when if I look at at these ten toxic masculine behaviors, right? I, I think that uh, there's got to be I a different that, source. That, that I don't. I, that, right. That, I mean, that, that that's just a pretty shoddy like, premise to me. Some yeah, of those are absolutely spot on, but I'm going to say five yeah, out of ten of those are like sexual towards women. Right. I think is is absolutely topic. Er, sorry, toxic. Mm -hmm. If it is overly sexually aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean. There has to be a portion of aggression to even muster up the courage to go and talk to a, a female that you are interested in, right? Like, it, I think that it, not necessarily a toxic level of aggression is 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 required, but I think that a level of aggression, I think that a level of of the the gumption to actually go and talk to somebody, right? I mean, I would get nervous talking to girls before I, you know, it just. Just because I, did, I, I didn't like rejection or whatever, right? Yeah. But still, it, it, took, it took a level of, of me kind of, you know, talking myself into something. Yeah, but anybody can suffer. How many women have approached you? I mean, how many, anybody is subject yeah, to rejection. Exactly, right? You know, as I'm thinking about this, 
One thing I would like to point out is the fact that some of those things, I guess we're looking at it from a man versus woman standpoint. Mm-hmm. One, four out of five, four or five of the things that you just uh, listed there, I feel yep. actually are demeaning to women. You yep. know what I mean? From that standpoint. So I think that some of those things actually demean a woman. I agree. Secondly, I think it's important to say that toxic masculinity maybe not just be geared, not be geared towards how it affects our female counterparts, but how... It, I guess some of that toxic behavior is toxic to our own selves or toxic to men as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? In terms of, um, you know, um, a lack of emotional intelligence or ability awareness, to exp- yeah. awareness and expression. So I guess, I mean, but I, I, I don't know if I, uh, that's, that's a tough list to reconcile yeah, I, with, uh, I mean, with myself. I, I think with it's right a, a dog shit garbage list, but. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> I mean, That's you can't. One have, way to put it. You can't have ten, ten items in there, and right off the bat, six of them we can, you know, quickly, quickly say no. That's not fucking true, right? I, I mean, so I think that uh, I think that um, there was a maybe a little bit of a um, a political point trying to be made. Those, the sliders uh, removed. Those. The field goal post was yeah. gone. Right? So let's see. I mean, I'm glad you pulled that up. Let's see if we can <laughs> find some other stuff. But you know, look, I, I, you know, I think about um, just kind of like we were just talking, man. I think everything is about balance, man. And you know, the pendulum can't swing too far from one side to the other because at a certain point, you can call somebody self-serving, right? Yeah. And they may be a self-serving individual, but a part of that self-serving individual, you can't have somebody. You can't say that you are a self-serving individual without having a notion of your own entitlement, right? So maybe I'm not as self-serving as you think and maybe you're overly entitled. You know, if you, you know, there is a scale and that, and that pendulum swings one side to the other on, on that right. scale. Yeah. So, um, you know, what is the counterpoint to toxic, femininity, or toxic masculinity? I know that the issue, I, I don't want to get into a conversation because I don't think that there's such a thing as reverse racism. So are we in the same category? Are we in the same stratosphere when we talk about the counterpoint to toxic masculinity and when we talk about toxic femininity do we need to talk about it do we need to give it a different term you know because there has to be i mean there are toxic traits well i think i think that i think that toxic masculinity as a as a concept exists right i think sure. that there is there are toxic traits that where if you are um overemphasizing a certain trait it becomes toxic right like i was saying about aggression if you're over aggressive yeah. at all times, too much anything that's makes toxic, you an addict, right? right? Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you're overly, uh, overly stoic, I mean that I can understand overly stoic being a toxic trait from the standpoint of maybe a relationship, right? Yeah, I can't just, just be off. completely stoic and yeah. cut off and not communicate with my wife, right? right? And there are some times when I do that. I am overly stoic, or I am overly shut off be- and, and not emotional enough, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but I think that it, it, I think for it to be labeled toxic, it has to be an overemphasis of whatever we're talking about, right? Um, like, and then, you know, glorification of violence, I think might be, you know, one of those toxic traits, I guess you could okay. call it. But at I the same time, violence is necessary. I believe sure. violence is necessary. I think there are absolutely necessary moments in a person's life when violence is the only answer or the only um, means the, of the yeah. only means of controlling a situation, right? And and so, but and at that point, it wouldn't be labeled <laughs> violence. 
Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it wouldn't be labeled violence by maybe the person committing that act, right? Like, or the a, people judging. self-defense, right? <laughs> but there are situations where there are people. there's one person defending their own life and another person is saying that that they shouldn't be they shouldn't be defending their life in that certain way, right? And so then they'll say that that's that, that violence you didn't have necessary. to shoot a 52 times, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to empty the whole Seven. You could have just shot him in the knee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and then there's that. And then there's that. I was waiting for somebody to go. That's I see how you're looking at me, man. But I okay, I bro. Say, that's all a right, man. Well, you just want to go back to politics. Huh? <laughs> I'm not trying to get there. I just had to say yeah, it. Lord. I just he had said, to say it. He said, "Where are we going? This is the exit." He said, "Oh, we're just taking a little detour." Because that was a little detour. That was an actual idea. You funny, bro. You hilarious. That was an actual idea. No, so I had to say it. I mean, there are people out there that say that shit. So, um, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, I think being overly competitive can become a toxic trait. Sure. Right? I think being competitive is extremely necessary. Absolutely. But there are, like I said, there are extremes that become toxic. And, and I, I can understand that. But I think that, but I think that uh, trying to eliminate toxic masculinity means you're trying to eliminate some of, that, some of these absolutely necessary traits in it, that are not even unique to just males, right? That's what I just and said. So, I mean, like yeah. the, on the list, half of that stuff is like, man, that's demeaning to a woman. Like a yeah. woman, like a woman yeah. is not capable of aggression. Not a woman yeah. is not capable of violence, or a woman is not capable of this, that, or the other. That, 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 no, I don't. I don't subscribe to those things. Mm -hmm. I guess I wonder. I guess what time? I wonder. You know, with what we know to be toxic, you know, we know that there are some inequities. Right, we know that we know that there's some issues that are absolutely toxic traits. We do know that there's some upbringing. Look, I think that one thing I would tell you, and we can talk about this, is one thing I would tell you is that there are more identifiers or terms to identify ambiguous behaviors or scenarios or um, uh, whether whatever isms or however you want to. There's more ways to identify something that is affecting a person than there ever has been, right? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 You know? Agreed. And then there's more outlets for you to go to seek help. Yeah. When, at what point, does being able to identify that is toxic or that is a trigger or this and that and the other, at what point does you being able to point out these particular things exonerate you from your own responsibility in participating or contributing to a particular dynamic, right? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is like, like I was just saying the example I said about you calling somebody self-absorbed, well, what are your entitlement? Maybe you have high, maybe your respect, your expectations of what I'm supposed to provide for you is unrealistic. Right. Let's talk about self-esteem. I've been in situations where, you know, you're affecting my self-esteem. No. <laughs> it's a steam with your motherfucking self. Right. That's, you can't ever make me responsible for yeah. how you, you know what I exactly. mean? Like, exactly. That's your yeah. responsibility. How you, Man. It's not, you can never, you could never call Man. me stupid enough Man. to yep. make me feel like I'm stupid, right? Yep. Preach, preacher. Right? So, I mean, it's just like, you know, now, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to offend anybody because uh, there is, uh, there is, you know, I'm, Low self-esteem people. I, I, or? I don't. I don't know what it was like to be in an abusive household. You know right. what I mean. And I don't want to speak ignorantly about yeah. somebody else's experience. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But you know, like I said, after cultivating my own or my own journey, yeah. it would be very, very. 
um, dangerous for me at this point to put the way I feel about somebody, about myself, in somebody else's hands. Yeah, that would be a yeah. man. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do that. I wouldn't yeah. allow that. I wouldn't allow that. That that you could call that stoicism. I don't know if that's toxic. I just wouldn't allow somebody to have that type of power. Not that to control over, over myself or me, my emotions. None of that physically. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's kind of like that that free speech discussion too, right? Where it's where it's who decides what when a trait becomes toxic. Like like what are the levels of when a trait becomes toxic? Because I think that you could probably pull 100 different women and ask them different traits and then and then give like levels of that trait and when it becomes toxic mm-hmm. and i bet you you wouldn't get you know if you man, put I wish we had a woman in here to to, to <coughs> man. offer some we'll we'll get some female yeah we'll get a female perspective we'll revisit on that this sometime but right. but i bet you you wouldn't get the same answer from you know 50 of those women well we don't have the same and answer it, right exactly so. right so i i think that I think that just like free speech has has their has the um, the ability to be a a wide scope of of language, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you know that toxic scale is probably pretty wide too. Where some where you know where like we just read somebody <laughs> that said just being stoic is toxic, and then immediately we all went, no, <laughs> that's not right. Mm-hmm. We or we disagree with that, right? But then, you know, we were also on that other spectrum. And so I think that, I think that the toxicity of, of masculinity is, uh, is relative to who's actually evaluating that trait at the time, too. So, okay, let's, uh, let's um, kind of like get some Webster's de- de- you You looked up what toxic masculinity is. Yeah. Let's look up patriarchy. I want to know what the, uh, the Webster's definition of patriarchy or patriarchal society or you know what are some okay so i have i have patriarchy right here mm-hmm. this is the diction, dictionary definition of patriarchy it's a, a system of society or government in which the father or eldest male is head of the family and descent is traced through the male line okay right all right and then it has alternative definitions right and so the second one is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it thank you and okay. then a society or community organized on patriarchal lines. That's a patriarchal society. Okay, so you, you know, James Brown said it best. This is a man's world. So we we are in a patriarchal society, correct? By uh, all, by I all mean, the, it has been. <laughs> I right? wouldn't. I would one hundred percent agree with that. I think that there are definitely um, there are definitely certain aspects of society that ha- that are more patriarchal in in nature, right? But there are other aspects that are not, mm-hmm. and I think that both have pros and cons for each sex. Well, right? we talked about this before, where the, rubber, where the rubber meets the road, which is what you're putting in your pocket at the end of the day, we would say that this is a patriarchal society, right? Because men out-earn women. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether you agree with why or how or this, that, and the other. Exactly. It happens, right? But then, it, that, but then it, it, does, the, does just money alone outweigh maybe some of the other maybe some of the other positive aspects of a patriarchal society, right? I mean, in, in the 60s and 70s, women didn't, nearly, didn't work nearly as much, mm-hmm. right? And that was more because the wage that households were earning was enough that only one person 
uh, you know, and, and inflation was low enough that only one person needed to work at all times, mm-hmm. right? And so most of the time it was the woman that stayed home. Do you think that that has, how much, okay, that's fair. How much of yeah. that has to do with that? But also that how much of that do you think had to do with um, whatever um, conditioning society had at that time where it was like, uh, celebrated the the notion of a woman being a housewife or or this, that, and the other was championed more so than a woman being out there and being a career-minded woman and going out and doing this and that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And and I think that you would probably have seen um, as many women at the time looking at other women that were maybe trying to break into that patriarchy and and be, be, you know, uh, extremely well versed in in business or or rising up in the ranks of, mm-hmm. of a career and stuff like that, you would probably get as you would probably get a lot of skepticism from women as you would a, a skepticism from men at the same time, hmm. right? And I th- and and it might not be at completely balanced or whatever, but I still think that 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 exists because I mean, well, you know, jealousy manifests itself in a lot of different ways too. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? there's yeah. A, you know, yeah. So and I think that you know, uh, there's when you think about the patriarchy and everything or, or a patriarchal society, like, um, you know, you have to, for it to force, for someone to say that society is patriarchal overall, they would have to be eliminating a lot of other factors that play. What are some of those factors? Well, Well, like suicides, like 80% of suicides are male, right? I mean, but you look, that might be a byproduct of what we just talked about. Toxic masculinity, but right? But still, that's not a patriarchal. Or stoicism, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's not a patriarchal, you know, balance, though, right? right. It wouldn't be. So what, right? but, but, so and, what, the, and then deaths on the job, right? 90% of deaths on the job are male, mm-hmm. right? So, and, and most of that is because men inherently choose more dangerous jobs than women do. Okay. As a as just a free choice, uh, uh, you know, I bet you if you if you had like like a, what would it be like skyscraper window washers, right? Right. If you had a, a, a job listing for sky for a skyscraper scraper window washer, how many female applications do you think you would get? And how many male applications do you think right. you would get, right? Based so, on the job description. Exactly, right? Based on the risk, based on, you know, all that stuff, right? And, and um, if you look at it, you know... Yeah, over, but, if you, but at the same time, if you had a job for a wet nurse, how many female wet nurses versus exactly, man, male right. wet nurses? I mean, I think we... But like, that's an that's argument like against the, patriarchal society at the same time, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, nurses make great money. It's, it's, you know, one of the higher earning jobs out there. Right. And it is a majority of women working in, in nursing jobs. Mm-hmm. It's just because some of the traits of that job align more with the traits of a female than a male, hmm. right? And so, and I, and I think that, you know, it, different jobs line up but, different ways. But what is a nursing I'm, job description? It's, yeah. to, it's to care, you know, it's to care for, and women, that nature mm-hmm. is, I, I, I was looking at, when y'all was talking about patriarchy and, and, and all this, I looked up the difference between uh, matriarchy and mm-hmm. and, uh, and um, patriarchy is uh, held to be about power over others while uh, matriarchy is held to be about power from within. Wow. So I think that Dope, the women's approach is always going to be inner as opposed yeah, to... more the, relationship based, well, less, yeah, less productivity based, you know, based, right? Versus, you know, the, the caveman man mindset is just what, you know... Let's right. get shit done, yeah. right? Which, that's where harmonious and, and balance comes in because 
I think those two together, you absolutely. You, I you I agree, and I think that I, I think that I think that when you when you when you hear about a patriarchal society like that is ruling the world right now, I think that it's it's less of a patriarchy than than what is probably told, right? And then what is harped on in, in maybe you know mainstream media or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, right? But um, I th- I think that it's less of a I think there's less of a um, you well, know, gap in that, and it's closing, I, I would, right? I, I would ask you, and that's that that what you just said touches on what I was going to ask you. What I was going to ask you is, does do you feel like that's been overall? Do you give me a time frame for which you think that? For do you think would you say that it's less of an issue in the last ten years? Do you think it's less of the the issue? With, I mean, where where are you going from? Well, I think I think that um, I think that over time it's become less of an issue, uh, just based off of um, availability of of learning and stuff like that too, right? The the availability of the internet and <coughs> data and being able to go and do these different um, classes and stuff like that online or research or whatever, I think increases the ability for anybody to go and look at something. And so if somebody is interested in something, whether it be male or female, they'll go and, and research it and decide. Mm-hmm. And without necessarily have to, having to go through these different channels where, where maybe... Um, societal pressures or um, or even just peer pressure <laughs> will push them one one direction or the other, right? They can they can on their That's own. That's the conditioning. The, the yeah, exactly, right. The conditioning, conditioning won't, doesn't play as much of a factor anymore, right? Well, and so, but, yeah. and then and then also, I think that you know, I think that getting people involved in in elements of society that are anti patriarchy I think are is still good right I think I think that that's important right like like uh, a push to have more female participants in the stem realm right science technology engineering and manufacturing right having more female participants is is a good thing mm-hmm. I think that it takes more recruiting to get a female participant into that realm because some of the some of the aspects that make somebody good, that, that makes somebody um, prosper in the STEM fields are not necessarily some of the strengths of a typical female, like, psyche, right? Hmm. No, not right, but okay. <laughs> well, sorry. Right meaning, do you understand what I'm saying? I understand from, what you're saying. I don't what agree, but saying, I understand but, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, it just, <clears throat> I think that... Uh, you need to watch I, Hidden Figures, <laughs> well, I'm not saying that men are better at these things. I'm saying that the interest is higher. Man, that was on TV the other day. Hidden figure? Yeah. Hidden figures? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen I got another seen. term that I would like for one of you two to look up Go when ahead. you get a chance. I'm, I'm just, right. I, I right. just want to, because I ask a lot of women to define it, and I really am dis, I'm disappointed in their definitions. Feminine, feminism. I'd like somebody to really look up the... the uh, yeah, that's a tough of, one. Uh, of femin- feminism. Uh, you know, no shade, but a lot of women who wear my my wild feminist T-shirts can't describe the advocacy women. of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. Okay. Yeah. Is that what you got? Yeah, that's the same thing that okay. I pulled up to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I, get, I, I, I like that. I'm with that. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, that's in my opinion. Like, if if I was, that's how I would think of what feminism is, but. When I think of what a feminist is, 
<laughs> somebody, <Whoa>. somebody, <laughs> somebody that fucking somebody that fucking labels themselves a feminist, mm-hmm. I think is a, it's a vastly different set of of uh, I guess goals from a feminist mm-hmm. claiming to be uh, all for feminism. I think is I think there's vastly different there's competing goals there right and I think that I I mean from from my experience of of knowing some feminists and and having conversations with them mm-hmm. uh, I have not seen feminism in them I've not I have seen aspects of feminism in there but I have seen more of a of a dislike or a hatred of of masculine behaviors or masculine or or even just situations that affected their lives where it was a man that you know made a decision or or something like that happened and it was at the hands of a man and they decided to become a feminist but their their goals or their actions are a little bit misguided because they're losing what what feminism is Hmm. And so, I mean, I, I that. Oh man! All right, keep going. No, you want to get off <laughs> no don't. You know what I mean? No, say what's on your mind. Say that again. Yes. Podcast. Right. Say what's on your mind. Well, <laughs> I'm out here putting myself out there. It's saying completely some off shit. on a on a, a separate <laughs> subject, but it's a as big of a, a a topic, if not any other. But that's no different than the. To me, it sounds like no different than the people there for the Black Lives Matter protests, mm-hmm. but you're telling black people to get behind you when they're having peaceful, yeah. polite conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And actually either trying to gain something or some knowledge or yeah. some, just some type of understanding, whether it be with police officers or something. So hopefully that I'm making sense of what I'm trying to tie uh, here. I mean, to. you're making sense. But it's just, Ryan man, it's crazy. Uh, Ryan man. and I have had this discussion a, a little bit before about, about the... Uh, I think he had asked me what I thought about the Black Lives Matter movement or BLM movement, and uh, and I think I said that it was it was a, a good movement in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it got hijacked. Mm-hmm. I think it got hijacked by uh, political organizations and and political aspirations where um, where uh, people just wanted to garner support of the movement. Mm-hmm. Right, would they for be their implants? Are those implants? Well, and maybe not even implants, but maybe people that that saw a movement and saw that some of their there's some, a group there's a group of people like that that exists in this world for different types of things. Yeah. Oh yeah, there. I mean, there is definitely there I mean, is definitely anti agents that get thrown out into these, you know, into protests and stuff like that, just to spark something off so that it can look, get shut down, right? One of the examples that I gave you was the ice bucket challenge. We already know that people want to be socially relevant, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of people who do all their little virtual si- virtue signaling and this and that and the other. Yep. Especially they, for social media. Yeah. Yep. And, and they for just, the likes. And, and you exact Mundo. You're yep. just doing it for the likes and to be socially relevant, but are you really, really with the cause? Maybe oh, not. Yeah. Maybe not quite. Are you even, do you even understand it? Maybe hey, I didn't go black. I didn't go all black on Black <laughs> Tuesday or whatever it was, right? Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't turn all my either. social media black. I don't black even think I really like liked that. anybody's picture who posted it. <laughs> look, man, there's a, <laughs> right? I mean, look. that doesn't that doesn't fucking mean anything. I mean, that's the that's the easiest that's the laziest way that you could say that you're for 
a cause. I'm not going to discount anybody's participation or their or or whatever the case may be because there's no magic bullet to solving this problem. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not going to discourage anybody from participating, but I will check your motivation and I will check your temperature. Yeah, I'll check your motivation and I'll check what you ultimately think is the objective because what you think we might be fighting for, you might not be on board with what we want. Right, mm-hmm. ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, and what it looks like to you. I've had yeah. that conversation. Where does it start? Where at what yep. point does it stop? You know, you might be like, "Hey, hey, okay, I'm cool <clears throat> with that, but I'm not cool with this." And yeah. then you've really missed the point. Yeah. Well, and, and we've had those discussions before Absolutely. too, where we don't yeah. align on Absolutely. on some of those subjects, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we'll eventually get into that on the podcast too. Big and time. I don't think we've ever really touched on that too much on the podcast. Oh, uh, we're gonna. That's, a, that's, that's why that's, we're that's here. Gonna, pod now. But that's gonna I mean, be that's gonna be the, when we get into the concept of race relationships and the current racial climate. That's probably gonna be a, a two two uh, two, two hours. Oh, yeah. It'll, yeah. It'll, it'll be, be a two long hours. part yeah. two. So let, before we get too <laughs> off into the weeds or get too convoluted, let's go back to this toxic masculinity, and I'll ask both of you guys a question. Can you identify, are you willing to identify, you know what I mean, have you thought about it within your own behaviors? Can you, would you be, have the courage to name a time that you feel like you're, you were visiting toxic masculinity on either yourself or somebody else or within a relationship, a partnership? Um, Okay, would you be able, would you be willing to say, you know, I don't know if I can think of a, an exact example or right. like a moment in time, right? But I know that I've been, I have been overly aggressive <laughs> throughout my life with some things. Mm-hmm. I know I've been hyper competitive. I mean, I was, I, you know, I think that, I think that I definitely let my hyper competitive nature escape wrestling, and and start to, you know, be applied into some of the other aspects of it my life. It kind of translated over. Right, it, it, it yeah. bled out into some of the other aspects of my life, and, and that, I think, w- was probably reaching some toxic traits, right? But, but then I think, you know, when situations... I, I think that I try to be self-reflective of, of how I'm... I try to view me through the eyes of somebody else and... and it, from time to time, and I how think good that, are you at doing that? Are you too not close great? To you? Yeah. I, I would say I'm not great at yeah. it. I mean, I you know I'm sure that there's you know there's been parties I've been to where I've been too loud or boisterous or you know or tried to be too funny or whatever, and it wasn't fucking you're funny, like, right? You're out there being a bro. Yeah, I, I'm sure that I, I mean, uh, yeah, I've I've had <laughs> plenty of times where I've gotten way too drunk and been stupid. And it was right? a full on so, bro down. So I got you know, a good I, one I you. know that there are those situations that have occurred sure. in my life, and I just think that uh, I think that um, you know I, I try to reflect and and grow and mature and everything, and, and I definitely have matured out of some of those some of those things, uh, you know. And, but I'm still a competitive person. I'm still an aggressive person. I think that. All of that is is necessary to certain extents, right? Well, we're not even in agreement whether or not those 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 particular traits, outside of just being overly aggressive, being overly aggressive, or overly overly uh, yeah. uh, competitive, being overly competitive, are associated with actual toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we've come to a consensus that <laughs> oh, being an aggressive yeah. person makes you a tox, toxic. Oh, I toxic agree, masculinity. I, I, and I don't so, think you it know is. I mean? But I think that my how it manifests I think itself it's the form of the aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think and intent. Intent of the aggression. Have either one of you ever put your hands on a woman a- aggressively? And I don't mean in a girl. I'm about to put you on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you know, about to wax. You know what I mean? I, but like, I no. have not. But I have. I've been in two situations while bouncing where I thought I was going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wait, we talk about working. 
Well, Look, but I, he just said in life. Right? Yeah, and, and when I think I when I think of the only times I've ever I've ever even had an aggressive thought in mm-hmm. a situation has only been in in a situation at the, w- while I'm bouncing where you know where I got smacked upside the head while I'm stopping a fight mm-hmm. from a female mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to have to put her down mm-hmm. but then somebody else came in and All right so let me ask you this did I show any signs of toxic uh, toxic masculinity when the chick bit me I, don't, I wasn't there for it <laughs> I wasn't there for that, so I, I can't say. No, you tried to rip her titty off her chest. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong. You got somebody that bites you Clear like in that. The air. Somebody Clear that bites in you in the air. Uh, somebody that bites you like that. You got to treat them like I a toddler. I think I recall you doing right that. There. Nah, bro, that was her back. Oh, okay, man. Yeah. All right, back. all right, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that back trapezius titty. muscles. <laughs> The back titty he was trying to tear off. Man, <laughs> she's locked on my arm, Levi. Just so wait, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor says he's perfect and he's never done any toxic masculinity. Hey, I said I had two, I two I spots. Okay, in my life. Do you have any examples for I yourself, Jordan? Um, and this is perfect because we was we were all well. I don't know if you were there yet, but this was back at Aura, and uh, I had just kind of gotten into the role of. Being a roamer, okay. First, first month or so, first month or two, and this is when I'm. Shout out, Kareem. Remember her? Yeah, for sure. Love Kareem. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the homie. Um, she had my back in one yeah. of those situations where I so, thought I was gonna have to. Mind you, I'm new into security, mm-hmm. but I'm also new into this new role. Role of okay, you kind of go roam and look for stuff. So, call comes over the radio. Cream needs backup or assistance. So, mm-hmm. well, the way I was raised, men don't talk to women when we dealing with an issue, especially if there's in some type of uh, aggressive manner or tone. So when I pull up on the scene, Wait, hold on. What do you, I, I want to understand yeah, what, what you mean. What do you mean? You men don't talk to like so. For instance, like if so, if there's a if there's a conflict between two women, the men doesn't no no no. If there's a conflict between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. and it's not being held in a manner of respect mm-hmm. the way I was brought up we don't the you don't get to talk to that woman you're gonna get to talk to somebody else oh okay oh you're, you're talking about stepping in yeah overstepping a third a, party a, a stepping boundary in and, 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 and so it's like you can have a disagreement but now you're doing too much yeah, yeah. I, and, and so, so okay, as I'm coming you. into I this I was confused for yeah, a sorry by that uh, so <laughs> coming into this situation I just overshot my 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 boundary. Your own principles. And just walked in and just immediately took over the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it got handled, whatever was the case. Well, Jakari, manager, comes to me. Hey, whoopty whoopty whoop, this happened. She's been here for a while. She's done this for a while. She knows what she's doing. Go talk to her. Feel the situation out. Whoopty mm-hmm. whoopty whoop. Immediately humbled me. Right. Okay. Humble me immediately, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is a one of the reasons why I moved the way I moved in security to this day mm-hmm. was because of situations like that where I came in with the, the cart before the horse. Yeah. Especially for a woman who we know is way more than capable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But because I didn't know that and I didn't understand that and it took somebody pulled me to the side it's a good and then to learn. man and so that that's one of those situations where I can say that was a time where it taught me 
even in my own beliefs where, okay, just because she's a woman and he's a man and they having a disagreement and it's at work and whatnot, that does not mean that she's not capable. You got to leave your personal thoughts out of it. And until there's a time where it either gets to a physical standpoint or something where you have to intervene. But be have faith that she's capable to be able to do what needs to be done mm-hmm. in that sense. And so that was one of those times where I learned okay, a very valuable lesson. Okay. Right. Yeah, I like okay, it. Okay, cool, yeah. man. I commend you on yeah. what about taking you, ownership of that. You know, I'm really thinking about what's difficult for me, and I, I, I like to think that I'm a very introspective person. I, I really try and, I, I try and play devil's advocate to myself mm-hmm. to really, really help for me to determine my place or find understanding in every aspect, yep. right. you know. Yep. Um, the difficulty I have with the question, and as I'm like evaluating and trying to really, you know, recall a lot of my experiences, it's hard for me to separate, or I guess just to, just separate my person, my personality, from what aspects of that are attached to my masculinity. You know, that's the part that becomes difficult for me because I'm just like, no, that's just a facet of my personality, but I don't know. If that would be different, if it, if I view it from a gender role, or if I would change my behavior because I I behave that way because I'm a man, that's a hard. That's when it becomes really difficult for me um, to really, um, you know, I I don't know to associate that. Of course, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes in relationships and this and that and the other. I guess one of the things, one of the challenges that I would have, and this is one of those things for you know, if we're gonna get personal with me, is. Um, one thing I would say is that, and it goes into that stoicism thing, is that, um, and I don't think this is something that has a monop- that men have a monopoly on. Is I would say that the oftentimes the people who are regarded as the strongest people struggle the most, right? Because yes. oftentimes people, those people are neglected. You know what I mean? Because they have, yes. you know, there's there might be whether it be pride or whether it might be whatever whatever ingredients go into that makeup. Oftentimes, those people are the last to reach out, and those are the people that, and people are the last to reach out to them. Yeah, you know. So that's why they say check on your strong friends. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so for me, I would say maybe that might be something. I feel like I have a lot of tools, and I make myself responsible, and I'm grateful for that. I make myself responsible for getting myself out of a lot of different situations, and you know what I'm dealing with. But I would say, you know. It, and this is where I get gray area. I don't know if that's masculinity or just my nature, as the nature of my being, where <clears throat> I, I don't know, because I want to be empowered. You know, and when I think about my, my relationships, when I think about how I treat women in my relationships, I want to be motivated and I want to be empowered by, the, by a lady to give her these things. I'm not just going to give them to you arbitrarily. You know what I mean? I want to be motivated to do that. I want to be empowered to be vulnerable. Yeah, we're not right? tricking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to be empowered to be vulnerable. But I want, you know, I want to, I want to be so impressed by you and have so much confidence in you that I don't have a problem laying my vulnerability on you because I know that you're not going to take advantage. You're not going to manipulate it. You're not going to misuse or pervert it. You know, you're going to take it for what it is. That's not temporary. You know? But that's not. That's a. It's hard to find. You know what I mean? That's a hard dynamic to discover within. You know, with another person. Would you say the the and this is for you while you were speaking? It just uh, came across my mind. Would you say the beautiful thing about you is that you have the ability to discern and to be able to think and and solve for that and and think about that in all aspects? 
Um, well, yeah, I don't. I, I feel fortunate that I have those tools. You know, I definitely feel grateful. A lot of people don't realize that they have those tools, yeah. and then there's some. I mean, I don't know if they don't have them, but I feel like we all are born with everything we need to be successful. Yeah, yeah. And I've discussed, and that. I feel like that's where it took you time and experience, sure. which gained wisdom. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel really grateful and I don't want to ever put myself in a position to where I have to be confronted with, you know, of course you are going to be confronted. There's always times when, you know, in your weakness, somebody else's strength is perfected, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for those situations. You know, I, 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 I pray that I'm never in peril to where I am incapable of handling that yeah. particular situation, but in, we know that that's just the likelihood of making it out of this lifetime without right. that. I definitely have been downtrodden. I've definitely been, you know, searching. I've been in the wilderness looking for answers, you know, 100%. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been devastated by certain pain, you know, heart pain, you know, the, the loss, and so yeah. on and so forth. So I've experienced those things, and I know that I'm resilient enough to make it about, make it out of those types of things. Resilient. You know? Yeah. That's a word right there. So I, I, I'm grateful for those types of things, you know. But, and triumphant, uh, too. That doesn't mean that, but that doesn't mean I'm comfortable not having external resources. Right. I, would much, I, would, I would like to have those external resources mm -hmm. and those external outlets, you know. But, yeah, I am grateful that I, you know. Um, would you say that's harder to come by today? Yes. Yes. Is it because of the fact that it is hard to be vulnerable and open up, or is it the fact that the times that we live in also caters to the fact of trying to open up and, and be vulnerable is such a task because people abuse and misuse it? I think that it more. I think the the, the answer to your question, and it's not one of the two options that you gave, is that. Um, I think that a lot of society or a lot of our interactions are just built on superficiality. And I think that uh, the mm -hmm. notion of instant gratification and microwave relationships and, Clout. you know, all t the, the motivation for people is not the same. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not to say that it's that there aren't people who have sincere and true motivation and Pure this and the other. But yeah. I think yeah. overall, the things that we hold in the highest esteem are not consistent with the things that really, really are sustain, that sustain us. You know, so I think that, that what, that's what makes it more of a challenge in this day and age. Yeah. And like I said, even though we have all these different terms and tools and so on and so forth, I think a lot of those terms and tools put you in a position to where you have external coping mechanisms, but it doesn't force you to have to reconcile yourself yeah. with what your own responsibility and part of your dynamic. So that's the eternal thing, right? That's, that's, oh man, oh, I'll wait. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, I, you know, my, my niece. <laughs> I'll wait. This my, is another episode. <laughs> you know, I yeah. wanted to get into another Look, my niece said you can't cook, a, you can't cook chicken by throwing it over the grease. Sometimes you got to jump right into that fire yeah, and cook man. and live with that stuff in order to get up yeah. out of that and be better for it. So, yeah. you know, I don't ever want to be taken out of the fire before my time because I don't want to have to repeat that. I don't want to have to that repeat process, that experience yeah. again. You know what yep. I mean? So, yep. I don't know if yep. that, I don't know if that answers your question, but, you know. No, I mean, it's a, it's a great topic of conversation. I mean, shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Do we want to do some uh, Ask the Internet questions? Sure, man. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Those. We've had some light spots in this episode. Yeah, I mean, y'all have been cracking me up. But, yeah, I mean, there's some heavy topics, you know what I mean? And we'll revisit them. But, yeah, let's get into some uh, let's get into some ask the, ask the Internet questions. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. Um, let's uh, let's throw some music in here for a second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
You found a good question? I got it. Okay, okay. I got a question here lined up. You got up some too. serious ones or some funny ones? I got some funny ones lined all up. Right, all right, well, looks like um, we're good. We got, funny. we got some good ones? Oh, I'm going to save yours. I'm going to save yours. Oh, mine seconds. ain't that bad, but they are. Right. Oh, gotcha. Okay. okay. Um, I was going to say, my first one is going to be, uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Pick a number between, pick a number between uh, one and ten. One. Four. Ooh, nailed it right on. <laughs> right on. What, a, right what did on. I win or lose? <laughs> nah, you just get to answer the first question. It's not a win or lose. You're both going to answer the fucking question anyways. All right. Um, <laughs> first question is, what do you do when you have to shit when you're at your girl's house? I mean... Early on the relationship. Let's, let's, say, uh, let's say just a couple months into the relationship. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like I said, hey, I mean, tag me if you don't want to answer. That's a look. I'm a very. I don't like to poop anywhere other than in my own house. I just, I don't, you know, I, I don't. I could really get crazy and say I don't like the shit where I eat, but no, I'm, I'm not gonna yep, go into yep, that. Yep, but yep, I don't yep. like to poop anywhere but on my own throne. Hmm. However, I would say, a, I wouldn't call if I call her my girl. If I'm calling, if. To answer your question, if yeah. she's my whether it's a month, if I'm calling her my girl, all bets are off. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Blowing now, that spot you up. You know what I mean? That, that, you know what I mean? Now, if we just dating and we just playing around, I might have to, hey, babe, let's, uh, you know, hey, hey, oh, I just got a call. I got a, yeah. you know well, what I mean? Well, it depends I gotta, on how, lo- how long you want that. Uh, yeah, that man, little, I, I, I got to go home and fold the dishes, you know? Yeah, so. it depends on how, how if you want to Accept me back, as I am. Know? <laughs> that's your answer regardless I like it uh, All right. okay, that's a good one that's a good one I mean that's yeah why one. not at mm. this point we yeah. grow right yeah and I wouldn't call any girl my girl if her bathroom wasn't clean enough for me to sit down on her toilet first yeah. of all yeah yep. So, yep. we got some searching to do. <laughs> we got some explaining to do yeah so right. that's funny that's good alright like uh, let's piggy uh, let's Go back and forth. Let me see. Would you rather have super sensitive taste or super sensitive hearing for you? Golly, a lot of the shit that people say hurt my ears, so I'm going to go with taste. Oh, man. I was going to say e- hearing. Mm. I, I was going to say hearing. You know what? I would like, you know why I would say taste, too? Because there are a lot of ingredients that I can't never taste in food. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, I would sure lock the hammer and get the, And you said you put what in this? <laughs> <laughs> this cocktail has a little bit of, uh, little hint of this and a little hint of that. I think you put that in there, bro. Uh, man. Motherfucker, all I was taste this, is tequila. Was this glass washed with Dawn dish soap? <laughs> Come on, man. Mountain breeze, right? Right. Wow. Damn. Yeah, okay. I was going to say super hearing for hunting, but. Good call. That's yeah. a good call. No, that, I'm a cook, so I'm going to go with yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to go with this. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that I didn't taste yeah. in my life. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's because you eat, you eat too fast. <laughs> you funny. All right. Yeah, do we have any more internet videos. questions? Uh, do we have any, any uh, more asking I got questions? A, or what? I got another one. I got another one. All right. Um, <laughs> if you could pick any celebrity to have your back in a bar fight, who do you think you'd choose? Celebrity Bruce Lee. 
<laughs> the fuck is so funny about that, dude? Because, man, <laughs> it wasn't even Bruce Lee, but the first person that came to mind was Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, man. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Sheesh. I don't know why, but I just see <laughs> clear it out. Mm, no, I'm going to go with Matt. Uh, it man, I, I, it yeah, man. IP man, okay, IP there man. You go. it okay. man. Okay, and I was gonna fourth say, one. There's a fourth one out. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, how was the one with Tyson? It was all right. Yeah. Get busy though. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Keith Jardine, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know who I would choose, uh, Colombiana or check on the whiteboard. <laughs> we might have to pull out the old checks. Oh, man. Jason's still uh, winning that battle. Who, 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 right like about that. Years. Yeah, man. Lick the pencil and put a check on shit, yeah. All right, Ryan. Good would job. you rather have constantly dry eyes or a constant running nose? Oh. <laughs> Oh Lord! I'm glad you asked what me that question. What kind of fucking question? <laughs> God, <laughs> Gosh damn! I mean, I'm gonna you go with like the shit. Um, yeah. I guess I'm gonna go with uh, constantly running nose because I, I dry eyes, man. That sounds painful. <laughs> you don't want no visor. Mm, it hurts. Clear that eyes. Sounds like it hurts. Yeah. Man, I, I don't know. I, I stare at a computer all day long, so I feel like my eyes are dry all day. One, so one seems like say, it would be painful, and one seems say. like it would be annoying. I'm gonna go with painful. I mean, I'm gonna go with annoying over painful. I was gonna say dry eyes. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I always have dry eyes, but looking like having, a, I hate having a sniffly nose. Bro, back in the day, you used to just stuff your nose when it was with <laughs> toilet paper. When, I'm just, just thinking, walking around with. <laughs> golly, I'm just thinking about the little kid on Martin when he used to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> but Martin, I want to move to Arizona. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I like it. All right, All we right. got to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. let's do that. Yeah? yeah? Let's wrap it up. This yeah. was a good episode. I like it. Cool, um, man. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for that uh, race relations conversation. Yes. Yeah. 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 That'll be, come sometime. Yeah. That, that'll be a two, three, four, five parter. Hell yeah. We'll probably get a few hours. All right. Thanks, folks. Yeah. That. That's the Say That Appreciate Again it. podcast. Uh, yeah, this episode eight or whatever it is, but uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. Yep. Yes, sir. Peace.